Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. I'm Nyla Boodoo. I hope you enjoyed your holiday weekend. We're back to reality this Monday, July 6th. Here's how we're making you smarter today. Money is finally forcing one NFL team to reconsider its name. Plus, which retailers are going to survive the pandemic and why? First, let's start with President Trump's culture war. The Tucker Carlson effect is today's one big thing. The cultural revolution has come to the West. Make no mistake, this left-wing cultural revolution is designed to overthrow the American revolution. To understand President Trump's Mount Rushmore speech on Friday, you need to watch Tucker Carlson on Fox News. Our chief political correspondent, Jonathan Swan, has been paying close attention. And here's what he's seeing between the lines. I've been watching monologues for the last six weeks, and they have been increasingly heated and urgent that there is this cultural revolution underway, that the protest movement of Black Lives Matter, it's not actually about racial justice. It's about something much larger and much more ominous. Here's the context about why this is happening. Polls have the president losing right now against Joe Biden. His campaign is fairly desperate, and they're searching around for a way to frame not only Joe Biden, but this election. And what they have settled upon is not something that they have found through polling or through focus groups or through anything scientific, it is Trump's gut instinct, which is informed to a large extent by the television he consumes. For weeks we've asked, who will stand up for this country? And the answer we're learning is Americans. Americans will, it's up to them. They think the American people are weak and soft and submissive. But no, the American people are strong and proud. And the frame that they're going for is Trump as this bulwark defender of American history and that he is the only thing between that version of American life and pure anarchy. Did you hear that phrasing, especially the use of the word Americans? This kind of language is what people mean when they say President Trump is playing to his base. The problem for President Trump is that his base isn't enough people to win a general election. So I asked Jonathan about whether or not this us versus them culture war message resonates with swing and independent voters. When I talk to Republican strategists, people who want Trump to win, one of the things they say is, is that if you're that voter that you just described, you're not actually invested in this culture war. You're worried about putting food on the table and your job and, you know, healthcare and this culture war and whether people are tearing down Confederate statues. This is not something that that's keeping you up at night necessarily. And it's not necessarily something that you would want to see as the central message of a presidential campaign. But it is Tucker Carlson's central message. The battlegrounds are President Trump pitting himself against the Black Lives Matter racial justice movement. It's really that simple. He is going to say that he is for law and order, that he is for defending the streets. The ugly reality of this election is that in some instances, it's going to look like a race war. The bottom line is, this is going to be an ugly election, maybe the ugliest in modern history. 
Jonathan Swan is the chief political correspondent for Axios. We'll be back in 15 seconds with Mike Allen weighing in on how money may be what's finally driving social change within the NFL. Axios Insider is a sneak peek into the conversations we're having in our newsroom. Mike Allen is one of our co-founders. Hi, Mike. Happy Monday. Nyla, welcome back. We're here to talk about the Washington Redskins, Mike, and some possible changes ahead for this name. This conversation has been going on for a long time. Yeah, but it's changing fast. A source very close to these conversations tell me there is no question the Washington football team is expected to change its name before the first kickoff this fall. Now, that's supposed to be September 10th, but we'll see. What is the pressure point now? Why specifically do you think there's going to actually be a name change? It's money. So, Nyla, this is such a sign of how fast history is happening. Decades in a month, right? So Dan Snyder, the team owner, famously told USA Today, we'll never change the name. Well, Nyla, here's how never became ASAP. It was social forces, the massive focus we all have on racial justice, driving commercial forces. FedEx told Dan Snyder, you got to change. And when your stadium is called FedEx Field, you listen. So, Mike, maybe before this fall, we'll have a new name. What's your money on? Yes. So nobody knows. So you can kind of have fun with it. Nala, how do you feel about Hail to the Federals? That was the D.C. (laughs) USFL team. Kind of sounds like a credit union. So there's a lot of dorky D.C. humor going around. The filibusters, the quadrants, the sequesters. What about the beltways? Uh, they, they just, uh, they never stop. There's a lot of buzz about red tails, red hawks, red wolves, red hogs. Nyla, my money's on warriors, the Washington warriors. Well, let's see. Mike, have a great day. Nyla, have the best day. You've heard of BOGO, but now there's a new term to know when you're shopping. It's called BOPIS. And it stands for Buy Online, Pick Up in Store. Jennifer Kingston is the managing editor of business at Axios. She says BOPIS isn't just a cute acronym. For some stores, it may mean the difference in whether or not they survive. BOPIS, it's a huge trend. That's the new hot term in retail. Target, in fact, just announced that it's going to start selling all kinds of fresh fruits and vegetables and meats and frozen goods, buy online and pick up curbside. That's what we're doing now and maybe in the future. Jennifer, I think we know department stores are not doing great right now, but are there any retailers where there is a bright spot? The budget stores like Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Five Below have announced that they're going to be opening hundreds of stores. They don't have curbside pickup. They're catering to the consumer who's having financial troubles, people who need to stock up. We know those stores are flourishing. Is the past any predictor of what might end up happening to brick and mortar stores? There's this so-called secondary or domino effect that For example, when Toys R Us closed all its stores, everybody was sad because we missed toy shopping. But what actually happened from there was that Mattel and Hasbro had to lay off employees because there was less demand for their toys. So that's what we're watching for next, the ripple effect that this changing landscape will have, not only on retail stores and shoppers, but the supply chain that supports them. Jennifer Kingston is the managing editor of Business at Axios.
Before we leave you today, I hope you enjoyed your holiday. Every 4th of July weekend, there's a group of people who have an extra special reason to celebrate, our newest American citizens. Just to be an American is like close to paradise. Becoming a citizen during the pandemic is the latest to get the drive through treatment, like this one in Albany, captured by CBS. Okay. You're going to raise your right hand. We're going to swear you in with the oath of allegiance. Now, socially distant drive throughs are making it possible for immigration officials to say the words many have waited years to hear. Congratulations, you're an American citizen. Thank you so much. God bless America. All, always, always. That does it for us today. You can reach our team at podcasts at axios.com or reach out to me on Twitter at Nyla Boodoo. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast recap. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And we'll see you back here tomorrow morning. 